Hi, I'm Mel Clark, coming to you from the lands of the Gadigal people. This is ABC News Daily. The barrage of interest rate rises continues, with the Reserve Bank lifting the official cash rate for the sixth consecutive month. The aim is to bring down inflation, but the risk is it could hasten an economic downturn. Today, Alan Kohler on how new homeowners are the ones caught in the middle. Alan, the RBA has lifted the cash rate once again. The official cash rate's now 2.6%, a quarter of a percentage point rise. What's the RBA thinking? Well, actually, the quarter percent rise was, was a bit of a bit of a surprise. I think most uh, economists and the market was predicting half percent. Um, so there were a few economists predicting quarter of a percent, but not many. Uh, so clearly what's going on is the Reserve Bank is looking to just take it down a notch. It's had four half percent rate hikes in a row and before that a quarter of a percent right. So they just wanted to take things back a step just to see what happens as a result of all of the um, the rate hikes so far. But obviously it's still going. It's still trying to get inflation back down to 2 to 3%. What does the rest of this year look like? Is the Reserve Bank uh, going to stop at this point or, or can we expect a few more rate rises before we get to Christmas time? Oh, look, to be honest, I think we can expect at least one more, maybe two more before Christmas. You know, the Reserve Bank says that it'll depend on the data and what they can see coming in. And so anything is possible, of course, but it's unlikely that inflation is going to quickly come back down. Apart from the fact, apart from anything else, there's a, there's lags in the way that monetary policy works. I mean, it takes three months for the banks to start putting up uh, people's uh, repayments in response to the increase in interest rates. They just keep things going for a while. A lot of people have got a bit of a buffer and so there's just this lag that takes place. It'll take a while for, for this to have an impact. So um, the trouble is that if they kind of get too far ahead of themselves and there's a lag, then they don't know what's actually going to take place. We know that a lot of households are looking very closely at every change the Reserve Bank makes. Many people have bought a home at a time of record low interest rates. So the question is, can they afford the sorts of rate rises that will be passed on through banks directly to them? Yeah, well, look, it depends on whether you're talking about averages or the actual households that are stretched. Because, you know, there's not that many households that are going to be going to really suffer as a result of these rate hikes. The Reserve Bank reassures us that the averages show that most people are okay. There's, you know, there's a fair bit of savings in the bank. Most people have got a bit of a buffer uh, of a few months, um, as much as two years really as a buffer. But the trouble is that there are five or 10% of households that don't have a buffer and are in uh, likely to be in serious trouble. So for example, last year in 2021, 600,000 dwellings, that's houses and units, changed hands. And last year, house prices rose 22% across the country and, you know, even more in some places. And so as house prices come down, those people are starting to find themselves in negative equity territory, particularly if they used 
the government schemes that allowed them to buy a house with a very small deposit. You know, some of the, some of those schemes in New South Wales and and federally allowed people to buy a house with a five percent deposit. Well, you know, houses have already fallen five percent, so they've anyone who bought last year with a five percent deposit is already in negative equity. What's the role of the banks here? When they give a loan to a, someone purchasing a home, they're meant to take into account whether or not um, they can afford potential future rate rises. So shouldn't that have been factored in by the banks when, when giving these loans? Yes, well, APRA, actually, the, the regulator requires the banks to uh, use a kind of a buffer when calculating whether somebody can afford to repay the loan. So it was 2.5%, that is to say, they, they need to add 2.5% to the mortgage rate in determining whether or not the person can um, make the repayments. And then last October, it changed to 3%. Well, that's now gone. Interest rates have gone up from 0.1% to 2.6%. So that's 2.5%. That means that people, you know, really genuinely are going to be uh, starting to find themselves struggling to meet the repayments because they've soaked up the buffer. There are a lot of people in that exact scenario. They saw housing prices going up in a way that seemed never-ending and we had this period of rock-bottom interest rates and they took the gamble that this was their best opportunity to get into the property market. So how is that gamble looking for them now? Well, I think that the people who bought last year or in the last sort of 18 months, two years, are looking at a, a long period, possibly five years, maybe 10 years, of not seeing their house price increase. I mean, as long as they can afford the repayments, they won't have to sell the house. But um, some people, I think, might get into the position where they have to sell the house because they can't afford to <clears throat> make the repayments. And God help them if they have to go and rent because there's just no rental properties available and rents have gone up far more than interest rates have gone up. Uh, rents in Adelaide and Brisbane are up 13 and 14% in 12 months. So uh, uh, that's if you can get a place. Yeah. Um, so look... You know, I, I think we're heading into a really kind of um, volatile and difficult time for sure. We've just got the uh, announcement, a cash rate target of 2.6%. So that means that uh, rates are up one quarter of a percentage point by 25 basis points to 2.6%. Very interesting. That's less than what most economists had been predicting. The Reserve Bank's gamble is just as big in many ways. They're still putting the cash rate up, albeit not by as much in this most recent change. Uh, They could be pausing right now to let that lag happen, see the impact of this big march of increases over the last six months. How's the RBA's gamble looking? (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. Look, the thing is that the RBA spent 12 months 18 months telling us that they weren't going to change rates until 2024 and that they were going, they're going to do what they could to get unemployment down. And um, the governor, Philip Lowe, even talked about a, a, a historic opportunity to reduce unemployment, to see how far they could, they could get unemployment down. Well, that's just chucked out the window really fast this year. I mean, they've just done this 180-degree U-turn from talking about trying to get unemployment down to really attacking inflation with six consecutive rate hikes. The Reserve Bank has been very firm in saying it is 
resolutely committed to getting inflation back to that 2 to 3% target. So the RBA will do what's necessary to make sure that the higher inflation does not become entrenched. And we're seeking to do this in a way that keeps the economy on an even keel. I think it is possible to achieve this, but the path here is a narrow one and it's clouded in uncertainty. Is that to be pursued at all costs? Well, that's what they're doing. I mean, and let's face it, um, reducing inflation requires hardship. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, Putting up interest rates is designed to cause some hardship, to get unemployment up, to throw people out of work and to reduce people's incomes uh, and spending in such a way that uh, prices stop rising. I mean, that's the whole point of it. And so the question is, can they achieve it without a sort of formal recession? They clearly want a downturn. They want to create, cause a downturn in the economy. And they want unemployment to rise. But the question is how far, you know, and, and can they pull back and stop before we have a recession? The Treasurer said... He now sees it as probable that some of Australia's major trading partners may go into recession. Global outlook. Uh, The storm clouds are gathering again in the global economy and that's not irrelevant to us as we put together our budget here at home. Uh, Similarly, what's happening in the United Kingdom... If that happens, can Australia realistically avoid going into recession too, whatever the Reserve Bank does? You know, it's very difficult for a, for a country like Australia, which is a mercantilist country that's, you know, it's a trading nation. If, um, if all its trading partners are in recession, it's very difficult for Australia to stay out of recession. Um, I think that's true. And Europe's definitely going into recession. UK, well, the Bank of England has said we'll probably have a recession. Um, the markets are pricing for a recession in the US. China is slowing down rapidly. Um, their version of a recession is a bit different to everyone else's, I think, because they had been growing at 10% a year, so anything like 2 or 3 or 4% is kind of a recession in China. So there's just recessions everywhere you look. And so I think it's going to be very difficult for Australia to stay out of recession and the Reserve Bank needs to be very careful of that. The last thing I would have thought that Phil Lowe wants is 10% unemployment and a housing crash. If we're at the mercy of global economic winds... It makes being a Reserve Bank governor a pretty unenviable job. (laughs) I guess that's right. I mean, look, he's a pretty cheery fellow, Philip Lowe, and always got a smile on his face. Uh, But, you know, you wouldn't want to be in his job for quids, I think. You're right. Alan Kohler is the presenter of the nightly finance report on ABC TV News and always has an interesting graph at hand. This episode was produced by Sydney Peed, Flint Duxfield and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Mel Clark. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. You can find all our episodes of the podcast on the ABC Listen app. To get in touch with the team, email us at abcnewsdaily at abc.net.au. Thanks for listening.